It's the doc and the deacon, stethoscope and hope, talking everything from poop to the pope. One believing in spiritual miracles, the other believes in movement bowels that are irritable. Two dads, more like two brothers, and they breaking bread like the Last Supper. This show won't get negative feedback, that'd be like the deacon prescribing a Z-Pack. So don't get it twisted like a Philly pretzel, Foles already told y'all that Philly special. Take notes from the knowledge they're teaching, pay attention, it's the doc and the deacon speaking. Welcome to Doc and the Deacon, a podcast about two dads, one of us believing in the power of science, and one that believes in the power of Jesus. Today on Doc and the Deacon, we're going to talk about something that I feel like has touched all of our souls and our rectums before. Uh, (laughs) I don't know how many things I've had touched my rectum before. Well, today's episode is about diarrhea. Diarrhea? Have you ever been to Taco Bell? Have I ever been to Taco Bell? <laughs> if they had a frequent frequency card at Taco Bell, I would probably um, be the Taco King. Well, if you have ever had the fire sauce, I guarantee you've had a little bit of diarrhea. I had a little bit. I'm not sure if I've had many solid stools in my life. <laughs> I want to say that's too much information, but that's actually right what I'm looking for right now. (laughs) Um, The definition of diarrhea, do you know what it is? Uh, I, I, off the top of my head? It's more than three loose to watery stools in a day. Hmm. Wow. That's a, uh, that's interesting. Welcome to our podcast. And if you have any... So it's three loose or watery stools in one day. You know what the best part is, like in medicine, is that um, physicians get things named after them. So there's a Bristol stool scale Ooh. that has, it ranks them in like uh, one through seven. So which side is the looser watery stool side and which side is the uh, rock solid, this dump should have a statue side? <laughs> Well, a three or four is pretty good. A six is mushy. Seven is watery. What's eight? (laughs) I don't think that eight exists. I don't think that eight exists. You sound like the people at Taco Bell when I'm trying to order. I want the number eight. No, there is no eight. You know what? The Doritos Loco, the Dorito Loco Taco with Uh, fire sauce, that would be an eight. So let me ask you a question about diarrhea. Uh... In the Bible, there were often times when people had uh, diarrhea of the mouth. And there were many things that happened in the Bible that talk about plagues and things like that. What do you think, when, when you're talking to people about diarrhea in your office, what's the most common cause of diarrhea? Is it a function of infection? Oh, absolutely. For acute most likely infection, most likely you have children, I have two kids, they're both gross. If I get diarrhea, I know where to point the finger. You know where to put your finger? <laughs> no, 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 no. This, this is a family podcast. Ooh. We are going to avoid saying any bad words like evidence-based or science-based that are ruled eligible from the CDC. Holla. So, you know what made me really think about this topic? I'm not sure. You saw... Oh, I bet I do. 
You saw a Pepto-Bismol commercial. <laughs> yeah, th- that, that's not what it is. With DVR, does anyone watch commercials anymore? Oh, yeah. What are you talking about? I love commercials. Oh, I fast-forward through. Except for the Super Bowl, they were kind of weak, but I enjoyed them. It's bad. My favorite commercial was actually the one with um, Morgan Freeman. Oh, see, mine was the one with Peter Dinklage. Mm. Weren't they in the same one? Oh, that's yeah. Right. You know, the worst part is I love Morgan Freeman, not because of his voice, but because he actually has fibromyalgia. And I think that people that have it don't realize that there is a face of fibromyalgia. And I don't know that Morgan Freeman is the face of fibromyalgia, but he could be the voice. Is there a face for diarrhea? Ooh, yeah. It's not a smiley face. If there's not a face, I think I could be the voice of diarrhea. <laughs> I love it. You know, the actual reason I thought that we should use this as a reason is because I was thinking about my family. And I was thinking that I love my family, and they're all going to have to listen to this because they're my family. But loose watery stools run in your family? (laughs) No, 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 no. I mean, I'm sure they've had diarrhea. That's never come up at dinner. Um, We normally talked about regular things, but there's this new treatment of severe C. diff diarrhea. Have you heard about C. diff? I have heard about C. diff. You may know that in my current uh, career, subject to change, it's always subject to change, (laughs) is in the world of diagnostic testing. Because you're going to get fired because of this podcast? (laughs) I hope that's not the reason. But it's science and religion combined. So... If you get C. diff real bad, there's some antibiotics you can give. Well, that, hold on, hold on. You just scared the crap out of me right there. Because we're talking about losing our jobs, we, you know, and it's like, uh, that's one thing that can happen. And then you're like, it's science and religion. So now I could get fired by the guy upstairs, the big man. I might fall out of grace. That's even bigger than getting fired. Anyway, I'm sorry. I didn't want to get off topic. It just hit me when you said that. I was like, holy Moses. <laughs> Well, since I'm your doctor, and he allowed me via HIPAA to say that I'm his doctor, if you get diarrhea, I'll fill out your FMLA. Holla. I'll actually give you an extra day off. Yeah, perfect. But this C. diff infection, which often happens if you're in the hospital or you've taken too much antibiotics, don't take antibiotics for a cold. Stop telling me you've been coughing for two weeks. I know it just goes away. But you can get this bad infection C. diff. And nurses think that they can smell it. They don't need a test. There's actually a fancy test. You have to look for the toxin. They love that as a a test question on the boards. Oh, you know what my favorite is? When people bring, uh, because, you know, we deal with stool collections. uh, And for C. diff, you need a frozen specimen. You have to freeze your stool? You have to freeze your stool. Look at that. I'm learning something today. Yeah, we need a frozen specimen. And uh, one, one of my favorite things Talk about a fudgesicle. <laughs> People will come in and they'll say, hi, um, I'm here for this test. And we'll say, great, we're going to give you all of this stuff. You can take it home, the fireman's hat, the this, the that, take it home. You're going to collect it and you're going to do it like this. And they're like, no, 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 you don't understand. I came ready to provide a sample right now. <laughs> <laughs> Ten, nine, eight, seven. Knock, knock, is somebody oh. in there? Sorry. We don't collect stool in the office. <laughs> From the office back to the yes, family, could, which diff, could be yeah. your work family, is that now one of the treatments for C. diff is a fecal transplant. 
So you're going to take healthy, uh, now I'm just spitballing here. You're going to take healthy stool from somebody and then transplant that to someone who's got unhealthy stool? Exactly. Huh. And the thought is the people you live with and you're closest to have the most similar gut microbiomes. Buzzword in medical right now. Gut microbiome. If you don't know something, guess thyroid or gut microbiome. Oh, I'm going to use that. I'm going to find a way to use that in a sentence every day this week. <laughs> I, I don't know why. That made me chuckle. I like that. Gut I like microbiome. That. So the question comes to, number one is how do they do the transplant? And number two, if you had to take stool from a family member, whose stool would you take? Wow. You know, that's a good question. Since this is... And, and you can't take Jesus' stool, even though that... I know that would be your first choice. That was my first <laughs> answer. I knew it. I, I don't think it would be one of the kids. Right? Uh, that just seems weird to me to ask one of them to donate their stool. Like, what? is there an age limit for the donation of stool? Like, what kind of questionnaire is it that they fill out? I don't know, but the last time your kids were here, your middle daughter had seven fruit roll-ups. So, no, I'm not going to take any of that. <laughs> I, think, I think I would choose my mom. Because you feel like she has the, it's like a mom, like what's mom's stool look like? I don't know. She just doesn't eat that much. And I think she loves me the most. But is there a questionnaire? She, like what's that questionnaire look like? I don't know. My wife eats like seven beet salads a week. So that's a no. Oh, my gosh. I can't imagine. And she's always stretching, like doing her practice. That's what you have to call it uh, in yoga now. You can't just call it yoga. You have to call it the practice. My wife is like the opposite of Allen Iverson. We're talking about practice and practice. So then it comes to there's multiple different ways that you can do a fecal transplant. Okay. One is they mix it with, they take the stool and they mix it with milk and they put it in a blender. Now, are we, are we on tables? How do, we, how do they transfer? Is it I'm on one table, mom's on the other? Kind of like you would a bone marrow transplant and we're just like going in like a, like a transfusion. I can, <laughs> I can imagine us, I'm on this table. <laughs> Face down, she's on the table over here, face down, and there's this big long tube going from rectum to rectum. No, not, not at all. That's not, not at, at all. all how it happened, but I love that. I now have that visual. All of you, you're listening to a podcast and you have a visual in your head. We're painting a picture that you can see in your brains as we go. It's right. Imagine your mom laying down ready to donate her stool to you. <laughs> No, they do it at a different time. She goes to the potty room. But then they have to prepare the stool. They actually break for commercial break. Cuisine art. Where you can use the best blender ever. So they actually take a blender and they take the stool and they put some milk in it. And they mix it together. What if you're lactose intolerant? Lactate. All right, all right. I mean, if you're lactose intolerant, more diarrhea is not your worry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, and then they can either put a tube in through your nose and they put it down into your stomach, an NG tube, or they can put it down into your small intestine 
And the other option is they can put it in through an enema back into your rectum. Is there an option C? Yeah, C is all of the above. Always guess option C. So I can either drink my mom's poop or have it inserted into my rectum. Rectum! Damn near killed him! You know what the honest truth is? They actually haven't studied C doing both at the same time. I would actually guess that would have higher, better improvements clinically. C's always the answer, though, right? If there's an all of the above, is that always the answer? I do not know, but I... The best part about diarrhea is if you don't like somebody, you can do something and then they can get diarrhea, but they don't die, but you just give them a little diarrhea. I feel like that's not something a religious person like the deacon would do. Well, (laughs) you know, the deacon... There was always a B.C., right? There was before Christ, and then there's an A.D., you know, after I'm the deacon. I love that you think that before Christ was 1995 and not 2018 years ago. Yeah, that's true, right? So my B.C. was different, 1995. I do have one story, man. When I was uh, starting in the restaurant business as a server... Couldn't call it. I think we might have been called waiters back then, still. Uh, but now it's everybody's a server, right? Back in the day in Virginia, y'all. And I remember clearly a time. So, Visine, there's one specific type of Visine that has the same active ingredient as most laxatives. I used to know the name of it um, because it was common in the restaurant world to know that. If you wanted to exact your revenge on a uh, piss-poor patron, you like that alliteration there? Piss-poor patron. I do. Then You're very fancy. You would uh, take the Visine, put a few drops out. The guys from, you know, they did it on Wedding Crashers, but this was pre-Wedding Crashers, trust me. So I remember we had a... Because I'll find you! <laughs> we had a guy who was being more than rude and uh, didn't want to leave a tip. And I remember that in the South, we, we do sweet tea, y'all. And so it was easy to hide flavors of anything else. And so me and my buddy filled his glass uh, generously with the Visine and sat and watched as a few minutes later he took off for the bathroom. The best part is, because you gave him iced tea, he probably had a kidney stone too. Right? Could you imagine a kidney stone and diarrhea? Two for the price of one. Oh, you were definitely getting revenge like my boy Montezuma. Montezuma's revenge is a fantastic term. Montezuma, I I believe that's also a tequila. When I was a poor college student, I think that was my favorite tequila. I love the fact that when you were in college, you thought that you had a favorite tequila and not like, hey, here's some booze. I'm going to drink it. Uh, It's probably more that. So back to the history of my boy Montezuma. Montezuma was a leader in the area that now is known as Mexico that was then taken over by the Spanish. And to exact his revenge on on the country being taken over, getting diarrhea to the people from Europe was their revenge. So they just had Europeans squatting all over the place, and that was... 
Who was that taking revenge on? Like, didn't that come back to actually hurt them? Well, I think at this point, if someone came over and took over your land, at least giving them a little bit of diarrhea would make you feel a little bit better. Why didn't they just build a big wall? (laughs) (laughs) They will likely get revenge on us for the wall at other times. Um, But I will tell you, you won't stop me from going to Mexico. I love all inclusive uh, 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 resorts down there. It is a beautiful place. (laughs) You know, I've never been. Really? Never been. Mm. I have a dear friend turning 40 next year, and I plan on that being my first trip. Wow. I'm pretty excited to hear that. And just so you know, I love you so much that I would transplant my stool to you. And I think uh, we could pro- I'd be a compatible match for you, probably. Yes. We, we have both- the same gastrobio... <laughs> Immuno gut microbiome. Gut microbiome. Just because we finished a bag of chips before the podcast started does not mean we have the same gut microbiome. I want to find a way to use that in a sentence every day this week. Gut microbiome. It's hard not to not sound smart when you say gut microbiome. Yeah, I, I feel like everybody will just stop whatever they're doing and listen. I love my wife for a lot of reasons. I don't know that her gut microbiome is one. Get a fecal transplant from one of your relatives, who would it be? I think the even bigger point that you're trying to make that I hear you saying is, if you don't have a plan for your poop, then your poop is going to go right out the back door. I don't know. So this is like the new level of there's financial planning, there's retirement planning. But what you're describing to me is I I should have a plan for whose poop I want for when I get C. diff because I have kids. I think it means if you get sick, there better be someone you love that is willing to do the dirty for you. So how can I prepare them? To make sure that, uh, that they give me good stool. Oh, this is what I would do. Tomorrow morning, all of you, wake up, call your mother, send her some flowers, send her some Citrusel or some Metamucil. Make sure she's getting a high-fiber diet. Definitely go over, sneak in, and steal all her corn on the cob because you never know. You never know. I may need someone's gut microbiome. This week. What I know is that Doc and the Deacon is going to be super fun. And diarrhea will be something we could talk about forever and ever and ever. But it's not super fun. But you know what is? Gut microbiome. Next time you're sitting on the toilet and you have diarrhea... Say a prayer, say four Hail Marys, and realize the deacon is here. Thank you so much for tuning in to Doc and the Deacon. Amen. He will pray for a cure for your diarrhea. Doctors everywhere will use science to fix it. 
Excellent brain trust to market and brand this That's set in stone like the Ten Commandments This show gon' be around for infinite years I think we can all agree on ice cold beers 100% authentic, you can't fake it Often imitated, but never duplicated So knowledgeable, take a lot of facts in Now I'm coming to close it like a Raldis Chapman